Hey, people, I'm Molly Wood. Welcome to The Dispatch, my report on what's happening in tech and business. This week, I talked to Steph Curry, the star point guard of the champion NBA team, the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, right. I bet you did not see that coming. But I kept getting this insistent invitation to come and see Steph Curry at an event promoting his new partnership with Brita, the water filter company. And the event was at a public elementary school in Oakland, where I happen to live. Now, if you know a lot about Steph Curry, you know he's all about the kids. He's the guy who brings his daughter to press conferences. And we know that athletes and beverages usually adds up to, you know, Gatorade. But he's kind of talking about the opposite, healthy eating and drinking to a bunch of really stoked kids. In fact, at the end of games that the Warriors win, his teammates throw water on him instead of Gatorade. And at the school, he let a bunch of the kids throw water on him, too. Whatever. I'm a mom. I loved it. All right, it was vaguely techie, too. They announced a user-generated commercial competition. People can submit ads for water. And if they win, they'll get to be in an ad with Steph Curry. But really, it was Curry talking about water. So I ran with it. Water's a big topic, too, right now. There's, like, all the stories about what's happening in Flint, Michigan. There's mm-hmm. even just the California drought. Like, do you feel like this is a an opportunity for you to be part of a bigger message, not just about water, but access to clean water? No, for sure. Uh, I have some friends that have done some great work in, in Flint, um, you know, digging wells in Africa, trying to find, you know, different filtering products for, you know, families and kids in need and all that kind of stuff. So there's definitely an opportunity for that. Um, but having seen what, you know, some people very close to me have done recently, it does definitely inspire but I couldn't not ask him about basketball, so I did it the marketplace way. Okay, so we are a business and finance show, so I want to ask you a little bit about the economics of the three-pointer. <laughs> okay. Because do you feel like you're like a better value? You're more bang for the buck because every time you make three, it's 150% of a Yeah, I've heard so. I've, I've heard the, the trend of what, you know, at my percentage of how many makes I make. It's a lot better for me to keep shooting threes and then to try to find more, you know, efficient twos and stuff like that. So it's nice that what I do and what how, how I play the game and I think is mathematically more successful and the potential for us to win more games is there. So it's just nice blend there. So, yeah, I don't want to try to think about it too much on the court. Just do what I do. But um Having done the advanced analytics on it, it does make sense. But so then a generation of players is going to try to be like you, right? They're going to practice three-pointers. Do you feel like there's a possibility that they will develop this sort of, like, money ball trend where people are trying to, you know, they're going for the more points per shot kind yeah. of player in the future? Maybe. I think my biggest message is, you know, you can't just show up and shoot. You can't just show up and think, you know, me chuck up ten threes and and hope for the best. Hopefully we inspire the next generation to actually, you know, get in the gym, figure out how they're going to get better at it. I have no problem with in, in seeing that trend going on because I think it's it's a fun way to play the game. It's it's, it's definitely a skill involved, and you want to uh, encourage those kids to work on that skill. Right, cool. Okay, speaking of economics, can we talk for a minute about Warriors ticket prices? My son just turned nine, and all he wanted was tickets to a Warriors game. You know how this is, but it cost me a fortune. And Steph didn't play. And neither did last year's finals MVP, Andre Iguodala. And for a minute, it looked like they might lose. They didn't. They pulled it out in overtime, and it was really exciting. But the whole time, I'm thinking about the, like, cost per minute of this game. 
And I'm thinking that when you start paying that much, you don't want any surprises. It better be the same show every night. Curry plays, he hits some threes, they win. Like Hamilton on Broadway, it's a show. Now, obviously, that's not going to happen because it's sports. So you want to talk about a bubble? Warriors ticket prices bubble. Mark my words. Elsewhere in the world, some tech. The Samsung Galaxy S7 that I got a look at last week got great reviews this week, as I suspected that it would. And let me just say that if Apple does indeed take away the headphone jack on the upcoming iPhone 7, I'm thinking the S7 is going to start to look even better. People, the app that's sort of like Yelp for people, that launched this week. Yep, you can now rate other people. Although the app, spelled with two E's, people, is way toned down from its original pitch. You can only rate people with permission. You can only publish reviews of other people with their permission. And you have to use your real name, which kind of what's the point? No one's going to use it. So of course, they're already talking about letting you buy your way out of the rules. So expect it to be just as horrible as it ever was down the road. And finally, we will know very soon whether humanity is doomed and it's not looking good. The Google artificial intelligence engine AlphaGo has now won two games of the ancient Chinese board game Go against a human expert. Now, one win? I was okay with that. That is potentially a fluke. But if this thing wins three out of five or worse, all five, I'm thinking humanity should basically just pack it in as if people didn't already make you want to do that. That's it for this week, everybody. Talk soon. <laughs>